The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. A great place to get information is from this man who is a baseball man. We are thankful and grateful for his time this morning. He is senior ESPN writer and good baseball guy. You always want a good baseball man around. Dave Schoenfield joins us here in the locker room via the Hobson and Hobson News Maker Line. Dave, good morning. Thank you for joining us here in Atlanta. Hey, guys, I don't have any gifts for you, but uh, thanks for having me on the air. <laughs> Next time you're in Atlanta, we're going to Hooters. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Give us your thoughts. Uh, you know, 10,000 feet away, we always have our assessments. Every city does when you're in a city, in a town with a really good team and some good vibes around it. First off, with our Atlanta Braves, what are the good things? What are the things that will help us toe the line? And what are the concerns from where you stand looking at the Braves going into 2023? Man, there aren't many concerns from uh, my vantage point. I'm just looking forward to another absolutely epic division race with with the Mets and maybe even the Phillies get in it this year. But uh, I'll be picking the Braves. Here's the thing. You guys know you have that young core of players all in their prime, all locked up long term. You added Sean Murphy, one of the best two-way catchers in the game. You got a deep pitching staff. You got a good manager. Uh, I don't know what the problem is. Maybe, okay, you've traded away a lot of the prospects to build this team. So if there's a, uh, a rash of injuries, maybe depth is, is, is a little bit of a concern. But pretty flawless team. Obviously, you got to figure out shortstop. Is Vaughn Grissom going to be, be the guy? Can he handle it defensively? That, really, that's to me, the one concern, but if you're heading into a season with kind of one question mark, you're in a good spot. And look, they've won, what, five straight division titles? I think it's going to be six. Dave, we've spent a lot of time today talking about left field. Marcelo Zuna came out yesterday and basically said maybe he didn't put the best effort forth during the offseason the last two years. (laughs) Can you see him at 32 bouncing back and being closer to the guy he was before he signed this four-year deal? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, left field is the other question. Look, even at his, in his at his best, he was never exactly a gold glover in left field. Um, so I think he'll get most of his time at DH, although I, I realize they got to work in both of those catchers, so they're going to get some DH time from those guys. Look, you know, you never he- like to hear a guy who's, what did he, I forget what his contract was, $70 million, say, I need to work harder. You know, I mean, come mm-hmm. on, dude. That's, uh, you got to be in shape all the time. Look, no, 32. Look, baseball, it's skewing younger. Anybody older than 30, you have these question marks about in this day and age. Um, but it's not necessarily over the hill. So, sure, I think he can be better than last year and the year before. Can he hit like he did in 2020 when he was one of the best hitters in the league? No, I don't think we're going to see that. But he's young enough where you, you could see better numbers for sure. Who are you excited to see more of a healthy version of this year, Ronald Acuna or Ozzie Albies? Yeah, I'm going with Acuna. You know, look, we saw what he did. I, in fact, I just wrote something about this. His whole major league career, if you look at it, his rookie year, he missed time when he sprained the knee. 
2020 COVID, 2021, he tears up the knee, you know, and he's recovering from that last year. So he's had five years in the majors and only one full healthy year, 2019. What did he do that year? You know, 41 homers, you know, almost 40 steals. So, yeah, I want to see a healthy Ronald Acuna Jr. I want to see the power come back. His average launch angle was way down last year, so I'm sure they're going to be working this spring on some of those swing mechanics to get him hitting the ball in the air. And if that happens, you know, uh, 30-30 back in, the, back in the books, I think. ESPN senior baseball writer Dave Schoenfield joining us here in the locker room via the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Dave, what do you make of uh, clubhouse leadership, losing uh, Freddie Freeman and Dan B. Swanson back-to-back years? Uh, not a huge thing, but you think that's a big deal as far as not having one specific leader or it takes a whole entire team to try to, you know, assume leadership? Yeah, I'm a little more in it. It takes a team, you know, and we saw what happened last year. They lose Freddie. You know, they roll right on. You know, I'm saying this from afar. You guys would know better than I do. You know, you hear that Dansby was kind of, in a way, you know, that heart and soul of that team. The guy played every single day. To me, that is the value of losing a guy like that who posts every day, never misses a game. You know, maybe not the most vocal of guys, but just kind of that steady leadership by working hard, showing up. Um, But I've also learned teams, once you establish a culture, you know, that lives on. I always use the St. Louis Cardinals as an example. You know, they haven't had a losing season in, 17 years or something like that it's not the same players for 17 years but you you establish that culture and it moves on from generation to generation so I think guys like Austin Riley and Michael Harris they will have learned you know from Swanson and Freeman so I think they're going to be fine there Senior baseball writer for ESPN, Dave Schoenfield, joins us here inside the locker room on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. I was thinking about all the different rules changes, and I'd love to get your opinion on what do you think has the biggest impact this year. I think I may know the answer. Size of the bases are changing, no shift allowed. Pitch clock also implemented this season. What do you think has the biggest impact and why? Yeah, well, immediately it's going to be the pitch clock um, because players are going to have to adjust. And I got some good news for you guys because I was doing some research Mm -hmm. on this and – um, there's a site out there, Baseball Savant, that tracks something called pitch tempo, which is basically just the amount of time between pitches. Not quite the same as the pitch clock, but almost the same. But we all know the pitchers are going to have to adjust, but so are the hitters. And four of the slowest working hitters are all met. Pete Alonzo, Jeff McNeil, I forget who the other were, guys were there. So, The Mets are a team that like to step out of the box, think about things, you know, (laughs) what's coming next. So uh, keep that in mind, especially early in the year when batters and pitchers are adjusting. But overall, I think that'll happen. Players will figure that out. So I'm really excited to see what's going to happen without the shift. Hopefully we'll get more base hits, Mm a little higher batting averages, open the game up a little more, especially for those left-handed hitters who really get killed by the shift. So I hope that improves the offense in the game. Dave, you you know, you talked, you started by saying the division was going to be wild and fun, and we had a lot of fun at the expense of the Mets, gacking away a 10-game lead last year. <laughs> Phillies go to the World Series. Braves win the division with 101 games. The Mets are tied with 101 and don't win the division. And then you have the other two who are just kind of taking up space. How do you handicap this race 
you know, you said the Braves would win, but where do you put the Phillies and the Mets right in behind? Yeah, right there. You know, the Mets certainly on paper are just as good as last year, and they have added a Cy Young winner. It's Verlander. In a way, that's an upgrade over DeGrom, only because DeGrom was injured last year. Um, the Phillies certainly better with Trey Turner, Taiwan Walker. But, you know, they were, what, 15 games behind. So they got a lot of ground to make up. To me, the key is always who's starting pitchers stay healthy, right? You know, we all know it's not who your top five are anymore and who has the best eight, right? Because every team thinks they're going to need seven, eight, nine starting pitchers. So that comes down to health. And the, but the Braves have options there, right? You know, so that is a, a strength. They do have – whether it's an Ian Anderson or a Bryce Elder, you know, those are pretty good seven and eight kind of guys. Um, so where the Mets are a little thin in the rotation, the Phillies really don't have much depth at all there. So again, if injuries are a factor, I give the edge to the Braves. When you look at where the Braves have been, Alex Anthopoulos continues to sign uh, good players to good contracts for the team. And then you look at the production these guys are getting uh who do you think is the next breakout brave as far as somebody nationally can be on the stage do you think it'll be spencer strider and his strikeout capabilities or austin riley and his bat to go along with his glove yeah i mean i was just talking to my editors the other day and the two guys i mentioned were were harris and strider Mm -hmm. you know certainly uh recognition last year one and two in rookie of the year but i don't think here at espn we did all that much on those two guys and it I think those two are superstars in the making and the whole country is going to really learn how good these guys are. I mean, Michael Harris, I love this kid, you know, the power developed last year, kind of out of the blue. You look at his minor league record, not a lot of home runs that he just flipped the switch power hitter. He can run, he can play defense and Spencer Strider, you know, look, if he does what he did last year, over 30 starts, He's a Cy Young contender. So I think those two are going to be huge breakout stars this year. Yeah, two teams, the Braves and the Mets, that won over 100 uh, games last year, and then the Phillies uh, had 87 wins. What's your prediction on how many wins it'll take to win the division this year? Yeah, I think 100 again. You know, it'll help a little bit because you have less games in the division. All that, that means less games against the Marlins and the Nationals, right? <laughs> but, you know, few more against the American League. You know, I don't know how the schedule breaks down, but you kind of play everybody there once, right? You know, um, so I think it's going to be 100 games again. You know, I, these teams look loaded to me. Um, so I'll go 102 this year. That's huh. my prediction. <laughs> Astros win the World Series outside of the Braves, who we obviously believe is a contender. Who are the teams you feel that are going to make a push? Yeah, I'm with everybody else. Padres, you know, with that lineup and Tatis coming back, they're pretty loaded. Houston, even though they lose Verlander, that pitching staff is still, you know, very deep. And the Yankees, Yankees have a great rotation, adding Carlos Rodon to uh, Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez. And if Aaron Judge, he doesn't have to hit 62, but if he hits 50, you know, it's still a pretty good lineup. So, you know, my top five in some order would be Braves, Mets, Padres, Astros, and Yankees. And he can't – people are kind of downplaying the Dodgers. Dodgers are still going to be there. They're still a pretty good team. Dave, I've seen a couple articles and heard some players recently talk about arbitration and what they go through yeah. in that regard. I think it's somewhat ridiculous that they have to sit through that nonsense. But 
do you think that changes anytime soon? And how does how would that change come about? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, you're hearing the the grumblings, especially after the uh, Corbin Burns case mm-hmm. with the Brewers, where they apparently shredded him pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't know what the answer here is. What you do is you do what the Braves have done when right. you sign all your guys to these long term deals, and then everybody's everybody's happy and locked in. Um, but look. I don't think the players would be wise to get rid of this because history tells you and the players association knows this, that arbitration has been a huge factor in the increase of salaries over the last 30 plus years. Cause you get to compare my stats to your stats and this guy's making this much money. So I get to earn more. So arbitration has been just as important as free agency and, and increasing salaries. So I don't really know why the players, would even consider getting okay. rid of it. Maybe the system can be tweaked, but it's been it's been huge for the players. To that point, uh, lastly, as we're joined by Dave Schoenfield, lead ESPN writer, senior writer for ESPN, joining us via the Hobson Hobson Newsmaker line. To that point, when you look at the explosion of salaries just in other sports, in basketball, in football, quarterbacks getting $46 million, players in the NBA getting $50 million. What does it say about the Players Association and the CBA they need to get in baseball where you shouldn't need arbitration? Obviously, you know, owners are going to try to suppress salaries as much as they can, but the other sports and their unions and player reps, they seem to figure it out without an arbiter making sure that the line stays at the right place. Well, remember, the union, this has been there ever since free agency started in 1977. What they want is to get the veteran players paid. So it's created this system where the young guys kind of get screwed over. You know, they have no leverage. I mean, now you get into your third year, you got a little leverage. But really, you don't have much leverage until your your fourth season. Um, But that's the system the players have gone for, um, which kind of, you know, it's forced guys like a Michael Harris or a Strider to maybe – accept these offers, which in the long run can end up being, you know, team friendly. If, if those guys are stars, those contracts are going to be great for the Braves. So unless the union's like, hey, we want to tear up every our whole philosophy and figure out a way to get the young players paid. Now, the problem, the owners don't like that because teams like Tampa Bay and Oakland and Milwaukee – there's no way they could succeed with, with having to pay young players more, right? Their whole philosophy is develop young talent, keep them while they're cheap, and then we lose them in free agency or trade them. So I don't see the system changing because you still need two sides to agree on things, and this is kind of what the players have gone for, which is you get to free agency and you get the mega bucks, so the system is kind of the system you know, for now. Fantastic information, uh, a great listen, and we certainly hope we have you back on here in the locker room. And don't forget, if you're in Atlanta, we have some time. We'll just go get some wings and some ranch dressing at Hooters. <laughs> uh, let's do it. We'll watch a Braves-Mets series. How's that? I like it. There he is, senior writer for ESPN, Dave Schoenfield, joining us via the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker line. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com 
Then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.